Hello and welcome back to our devotions on the Psalms. Today we continue our theme on looking at on being in awe of God. Last week we started thinking about being in awe of God because of how attentive He is to us. And then last Tuesday we looked at how um, God pursues us and how being in awe of the way He pursues us everywhere. And today we continue with that theme and we look at the detail in which God created us. That it was not just a conveyor belt or factory manufactured us, but rather that we were made with great a great eye for detail. And so let's look at this passage now. Um, Psalm 139 verses 13 to 18. Let us pray. Father, your word tells us very amazing things. And God, we need to know the truth of what you say to us, that we may find the real purpose and the beauty of our lives and live our lives to its fullest. So God, we ask that you help us to understand what your psalm, this psalm says to us. But more than that, teach us how to talk to you as we read this psalm. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 139 verse 13 For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalmist begins by saying to God, For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. First of all, it's a realization that our innermost being, that God did not just create our outer being, God did not just create us as we look physically or all the externals that we have but that God created our innermost parts. What are the innermost parts? We often recognize that the innermost parts is the inner person, the feelings, the depth of who we are, our deepest thoughts, our character, our personality. Whether we feel, when we feel happy, when we feel sad, our emotions, that's the inmost part, the deepest part of ourselves. And the Bible tells us that God created that. That we were not just matters of, by accident, created, well, feeling like that or feeling like this. But that God had an eye on details. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Once again, we were not just created in a conveyor belt or God gave instructions like a master chef and then all his... um, all, um, all his underlings created us, but rather that it was God who himself created us when we were in our mother's womb. How wonderful and amazing that thought is. 
that we were not made by minions of God, but we were created specially by God himself. And then it says, I praise you because I'm wonderfully, fearfully and wonderfully made. This is one of the most stunning statements that I read about, that God created me fearfully and wonderfully. What does it mean to be to create me fearfully and wonderfully? It means that God created me with great reverence, with great awe, with great respect. We often talk of it, look at life as the other way, that we must be fear, we must fear God, or we must be reverent towards God, that we must be in awe of God. But in this psalm, it says that God, when he created us, was reverent towards us, that he made it fearfully, not so much that he was scared of us, but the idea is that he made us so carefully that he, it wasn't some some we weren't a product of an accident or negligence on God's part, but that he very, very respectfully, reverently um, took every detail of our lives and created us, fearfully, wonderfully made. And so the psalmist looks at himself and looks at all of us and says, your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. He continues, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven in the depths of the earth. Nothing was hidden from God in the manufacture of each of us. Once again, it's not as though God created a machine and then had the machine make churn us out like a factory. But rather, every moment that we were created, God saw us. God oversaw this whole process. And then your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That God had a view of what our lives were meant to be. God had a purpose for what our lives were meant to be. And it was not a purpose of wickedness, but it was a purpose of love, a purpose of reverence towards us. He had a wonderful purpose for each of us. But that alone raises a lot, a lot of questions. Because we will often ask then, how come God, why am I made like this? And especially if we were made of disabilities. God, why was I made blind? God, why was I made with certain characteristics that were not my own doing? God, why was I made handicapped in so many ways? God, were there not mistakes in your creation? Did you look away and something bad happened to me while... I was being created, manufactured in the process. And so the psalmist probably would have pondered all this and then he says, How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. The psalmist comes to the conclusion that God knows far, far more than we do. That his knowledge and his foresight and his wisdom far infinitely outnumbers, exceeds ours. So at the end of the day, I may think of three reasons why God may have created me like this. But I would never have understood why God made me the way I am. Because there are millions of reasons why God created me the way I am. And not for punishment, not for his evil pleasure, 
but out of his love for me and those around me. So I need to talk to God. I really need to ask God. Maybe for some of us, we ask God angrily, God, why did you make me like this? Why was I made with a short temper? Why was I made with certain inclinations? God, why was I made with certain handicaps? Why did you make me like this? It could be an angry cry towards God, and if that is the case, do it. Ask God, why were you made with certain handicaps, for certain deficiencies, for certain illnesses, genetic illnesses? Why were you made with certain inclinations, perhaps even a same-sex inclination? Why, God, why? But on the other hand, you could ask or you could speak to God in a different way. You could say to God, God, I recognize the way you made me and I want to accept the way I've made, I made and I'm grateful for the way you have created me. But there are lots of handicaps that I have and I realize that these were not accidents of nature. They were not a negligence on your part or a part of your minions. But they were all still a part of your wonderful plan for my life and the wonderful plan for the lives of those around me. Help me, God, to understand the purpose of my life on earth and why I'm so special to those around me and to you. Yesterday, a good friend sent me a personality test and I found out a lot about myself, which I fully agreed. I know it's quite amazing. I agreed as to what this description of me was. Much of it was were things that I enjoyed, I liked. But much of it also, when I read about it, realized that, hey, these are my weaknesses and they would cause great irritation to those around me. But that's me. That's how I've been created by nature, part of it by nurture. That's who I am. And rather than fighting it, then I ask God, God, then, what is this creature that you have made useful to your purposes, useful to the world that you have created, that you love? Some parts of it, of course, I should change, and God helps me, and even the process of changing is a beauty in itself. You know, God may have made me a certain way, just as Paul cried out about the thorn on his side, because realizing that he could not remove the thorn on his side allowed him to see something far greater that God wanted to show him. And so I acknowledge that there are, there's much that is not good about me. And yet I realize that even these parts that are not good about me has, have, a, have a purpose in God's plan. That God, in dealing with the parts that are not good, makes other parts even sharper and more beautiful. And so I want to have a conversation with God. I say to God, God, you made me the way I am. Help me to realize how beautiful that is, how much detail you put into creating me. Help me to see where these good and beautiful parts can fit in and be a blessing to others. But help me see too the difficult parts, the handicaps that I have, the disabilities that I have. Help me to see that even these parts 
were tenderly made for me, that I may grow with joy, I may grow to become strong in certain ways, and more than that, I can be a blessing to others. Help me, Lord, to know why you made me the way I am. At the same time, I want you to begin to recognize that everyone else around you is made beautiful as well, made fearfully and wonderfully, very carefully. And I want you then to look at a person, it could be your spouse, your husband or your wife, whether you love him or you dislike her, it could be your child or parent or sibling. Take a good hard look and say, God, you created that person wonderfully and fearfully as well. The inmost being you created as well. Help me to see the beauty of your plan. And as you pray, ask God to help you to appreciate what he has made of each of you. So let us pray. Father, it's a mystery how you created us. And yet you say, it is said that you created us fearfully and wonderfully, that your works are wonderful. And God, so much I don't understand, but it's also true that your knowledge, your thoughts are far, vast, so far larger, so vast. They overwhelm, overcome me. Father, I want to begin to know why you made me the way I am. Why you made those around me the way they are. And to see that in all of your creation there is a beauty and a plan for it all. That I may know that we do not live in a world where you are absent, that you left your machinery to autopilot. And your machinery has churned out monsters but rather that every moment you were attentive to your creation, you were attentive to how each of us was made, because you did it personally. We are each of us handmade by you. Help me to appreciate this and to understand this and to be in awe of you, that I may see a different purpose, a beautiful purpose in my life, and a beautiful purpose in the lives of those around me. That I may understand a little bit more of the vastness of your thoughts. And I will acknowledge that indeed your thoughts are too wonderful for me. Help each of us, Lord, as we contemplate the care and the attention that you have as you created us. For I pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Well, we hope that I hope that you have a re- wonderful rest of the weekend. Just a reminder, this Sunday, this Sunday is hundred capacity for all only those who are vaccinated. But I encourage you, if you have been vaccinated and you have stayed away from church for a long time, please come and join us again. It's nothing like worshiping together. So even when we can't sing out loud, we can do actions, we can come together and worship God. It's a very different feeling from sitting at home and watching the screen. Of course, if you really can't come to church, then do continue to worship us on screen, online. But if you can, do sign up and join us. Well, God bless you and goodbye.